Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Sing clap. So, welcome to the corridor cast again. It's another week. Mm. It's a week between weeks. A week between weeks. A week between two other weeks. That's beautiful. It's true. We filmed the second season of Son of a Dungeon last week. Well, the first half of it. We're filming the next next week. It's really intense. It's like imagine writing Game of Thrones and then having to memorize half of it. And then your actors are always constantly like giving you like <laughs> feedback on the script. They're like, you know, I think my character would say this. I'm like, that's fine. And then later, like down the line, two scenes later, you're like, oh, crap, that totally changes this scene <laughs> because of that other. And then you're so you're constantly rewriting the script as you're filming it. Um, so kind of like Game of Thrones. So like Game of Thrones, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah as the seasons are coming out they are rewriting the show <laughs> exactly uh but yeah, other than that, um yeah a lot of things happened last week in the uh world of of uh what is the world called we don't even have a name for it the world the, like yeah. earth <clears throat> like the world of cecilton and wentinghamshire oh uh i'll think of that yeah we'll think of something like that it'll be like um you know Freaking fairyland or something, you know, like but that fairyland, fairyland, make believe place, make believe place, land of toys, mm. Sam's toy chest, <laughs> Sam's, Sam's toy chest, magnificent toy chest, <laughs> the twisted yeah. mind is of Sam Gorski, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, what were you guys just doing? We delayed this podcast for like a half hour because there was some scanning going on. I I'll don't know Jordan, what happened. I'll let Jordan explain. Yeah, we were doing some foot stuff. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you sounds know, weird. as you do. Ren was photo scanning yeah. his foot. Yeah. But I thought it was funny because I, 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 for a second, I thought Ren needed Jordan's foot for a project he's working on. He needs it more than he knows. But then I realized, <laughs> oh, he's just scanning the foot. It's Jordan yeah. needs his own foot. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I can upload it to Turbo Squid. That you know, that's not a bad idea. You can put it on Sketchfab at least. Well, at I was looking, least. I was looking for Jordan a Allen's good foot. foot model, like a really good ultra realistic foot model, mm -hmm. and I couldn't find one. So my own feet are sacrifice. You that's know, funny. and for okay, some reason what? you need variations. You need like dirty, dirty, clean, clean and those are the variations. <laughs> uh, the only yeah. two states of existence. Dirty and clean. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. That's all there is. Sam, what was this image of this photo scan you put out earlier that said you took less photos of it? That thing looked... Really good. Real. Sam yeah. took a photo scan. What was what happened? It, it's a it photo scanning week. way better week, than the other photo actually. scans. It's a photo scanning week. Photo scanning, for those of you who don't know, uh, 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 it's when you take a bunch of pictures of an object and you give it to a program. And the program magically makes it a 3D model. Mm. Um, so they're scanning feet. <laughs> um, and I'm scanning the like huge table maps for Son of a Dungeon. But uh, previously, we we're doing like 700 to like even at one point, we did like 1,200, over 1,000 pictures for a map. And mm. I was like, this is not the way to do this. So I tried a new technique where uh, I take way less photos. I took like 350 photos this time, which is basically half but using a different technique of just making sure there's like really clear, crisp, wide shots and keeping it minimal. Um, it's just like, it looks almost photo real. Uh, and like the detail is like, is 
it's like as if you were to take it and bring it like right next to your eye and look at it and are you getting that yeah. level of detail across the entire map image now or was Basically, that just one yeah. so the the first the first table is like is like a it's like a b maybe a b minus if i would rate it and then then this most recent one is like a it's like an a uh, it's not like an A yeah. plus or like an S plus, you know, or, you know, God tier. S, S plus. <laughs> do they plus still plus. do that? Do they still it's give out only S Japanese pluses? racing games? It's, or Jap- and at quarter digital. <laughs> is that from like? Is that, is that like a Japanese school thing? You've been to Japan. Do you, do you take a peek a in any classrooms? Like, I you know, you're solid. Plus. You know, you get. <laughs> hey, your you guys. got all the answers right. You got all the answers right. Plus the extra credit questions, so you get an S. And then you <laughs> Satis- did all the extra credit and. Also, you did all the tests right, and also you're handsome, so it's S plus. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got the test right, and the extra credit, and you're handsome, and you did it faster than anybody else. So you're a triple S. Triple I S. used to get I used to get S pluses in elementary school. That's true, actually. Satisfactory. satisfactory. <laughs> that was like yeah. a solid. And then B. S minus. You're like less Ooh, than satisfactory. <laughs> it's like. And then N S. No, it was you. Unsati- was it you? It was Unsa- you. Unsatisfactory. Yeah, <laughs> unsatisfactory. <laughs> but why change? Why not do ABC? Like you why not do the ABC? Because kids. Because like they're like freaking two years old. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you get a U mi- or think, S minus, and I you're think like, it's like, look, you did better than you did better than half, so you got it. Okay, let's move on to the next thing. But like you know, when you get older, then you know it's like, well, how how much above half did I did I get? I need to know. Well, I mean, but there's already multiple. You have a not satisfactory and then S minus S and S plus. It's like. That's like A, B, C, D. And then unsatisfactory is like like is an S. Why did they skip E? Thank you. Thank you. Where's E? Where, where, where the heck question. is he? I guess I just like uh, once you're doing a D level, you're just a failure. So because just well, by no, coincidence, F, happens to be F, F means F means failure. Yeah. But, but D doesn't mean like, def- like I think dumb. it does mean deficient, and C is like <laughs> yeah, yeah, A is yeah, you're acing awesome. it, awesome, acing, acing yeah, B it. is better than most. <laughs> C is uh, no, what no, is that's C? not better. Be better, compliment. No, it goes like this. It goes. It goes like this. Things left to be desired. <laughs> oh, D is deficient. <laughs> he's deficient. Is how it goes. deficient. Guys, I, I've got it. I've got it. And then they're like okay. E, and then they're like, oh, let's just skip that. <laughs> like if you're at an E, you basically are already fail are failing anyways. So well, I want to hear Jake's Jake's <laughs> set of letters. A is average. <laughs> B is bad. C is a damn catastrophe. <laughs> and what is D? Catastrophic. No, D C is, is catastrophe. D is damn catastrophe. Damn. Yeah. And no, F no. Is, um, D, D and F do not exist. It's you are done. It's <laughs> you are done when you get a D. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Aced it. So why did they even have the most competent? Because so they're like F means fail, but then they're Failure. like, but you're failing <clears throat> if you have D's too. Not really. Well, in in grad in grad school, you you do. In grad school, like, they'll kick you out of law school if you don't maintain a, a, a B minus average. Well, they'll just kick you out. I think because they yeah. know you're not likely to pass the bar exam, and so mm. they don't want to drag down their school's numbers on like passage rate. So then they'll just like go, "All right, you almost got kicked out." Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did when we were filming Sync. I almost mm-hmm. failed. I almost flunked out. 
It wasn't flunking. See, it wasn't flunking. It was like I almost C plussed my way out <laughs> out of law school. So, so you're getting C pluses. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Now, but nationally, in like this high is school, like, you're like C, yeah. This is competent lawyer work, but we want better than most. <laughs> well, the, pro- the the thing is, is that the the California bar exam is so hard that, and the passage rate is so low to begin with, that they, um, it's just like a ravenous competition to like get you know because because what you don't want is like oh the kids from this law school have a lower than average passing rate then all of a sudden people will be like oh that means like uh, that's not a good school you know i'm not likely to pass the exam if i if i do that what, what is a, average what what's an average passing rate for the bar do you uh, know off the top of your head i think it's like 45 percent so what happens if you don't pass it? You just don't. You just do something else. You're forever banned from Average being a California <laughs> bar. You can try it again. Rate. You get barred. Yeah, you just you end up spending a thousand bucks and you just gotta yeah give it another shot. Yeah, okay, uh, first timers. Uh, let's see. Wait, you're forty five percent. You're so you're talking lawyers out there get half the questions wrong. No, 45% of the people who take the exam pass it the first time. Oh, oh, God. Okay. And th- but then <laughs> people people who take it more than once, second timers, it's like it, it, it falls off even further. Oof. Um, they've got really hard stats on this. Oh, I bet they do. All applicants. Okay, it's gone up slightly. Pass rate for general bar exam by law school. This is because people were complaining about it. First timers is now sixty six percent. God, they'll just let anybody become a lawyer these days. It's like climbing Everest now. <laughs> I know well, they'll just let anybody in. But then pass rate for repeat applicants nineteen percent. Construct. Hey, so supposedly that guy wow, from Catch Sam. Me If You Can, Frank Darabont, <laughs> passed the bar just by studying really hard. Is you think that's possible? Yeah. Can you pass a bar well, that, with like two weeks of cramming? That was the Louisiana bar. Um, and I'm not oh, dishing, throwing- I'm not, I, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not dishing, a dissing on Louisiana. Um, I, but they, uh, have a different process there. It's more, it's like more futile. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I actually, look it up. There is different actually, requirements. That's, so- that's BS. Apparently he actually didn't pass the bar. That's just one of his many cons. He conned us into thinking he actually did that. What a man. Yeah. So you don't need to go to law school. Okay. A graduate of a law school accredited by the ABA. Okay. So you do ha- you do need it now, but for a long time, and I assume it was in the same way in Louisiana in the 1960s, you didn't need to have to have gone to a, a law school in order to sit for the exam. It was mm. just like, well, if you can pass it, you I guess you can you can do it. Wait, so that's not a thing anymore? That at, over time it has become more of a thing where the requirement is now you need to have a juris doctorate degree in order to sit for the exam. Interesting. There's some loopholes in different states, but back in the day before like the concept of law school was like a thing and it slowly became more of a thing people could just sit for the exam. Huh. Feels like I don't know. What do you think, Jake? Was that the right move? Well, sorry, say that again. <laughs> was that the right move? Do you think that was the right move? 
sorry, go say what you said before that because you, you cut out for a second. Oh, I'm just saying, do you well, do you think making it so you have to go to law school to become a lawyer was the right move, I, or do you think people should be able to take the test regardless? It's it's an interesting it's an interesting question. I think there's merits to both. Um, I mean, the the downside to requiring people to go to school is obviously that you 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 now have this pretty arduous like time and money burden where you're like hey now you need to go you know anywhere from two to four years depending on the program that you're in it's going to cost you anywhere between a hundred thousand to three hundred thousand dollars depending on the school and the time and that's what you have to do just to sit for the exam right like right you're not you're not a lawyer yet you just just to sit for the exam um, so, but the, the upside to that is like you, people that want to do it, take on a, a big risk. And then the people that actually are able to get the license to practice. Now, you know, there's a lot more that went into it than just, Hey, I studied under a lawyer or I, you know, I studied for a few months and then I sat for it and passed it now just, but then the, the, the other side is like, who can sit for it? And for after studying for like a couple months and just pass it, like you're not, you know. Yeah, I guess so. And, yeah. and then the other the other side of that too is like there's all these sort of like other triggers in place within the profession itself that, like, you know, w- sort of guard against like malpractice and things like that. Now, um, you know people that have bad experiences or people that sue for malpractice, I'm sure would have different differing opinions on that. But, um, what's the secret lawyer handshake look like a secret lawyer handshake? Yeah. What will you show us the secret lawyer handshake? No, I can't do that. That would be <sighs> almost had him. It would be, I could get disbarred for <laughs> it's that a podcast. Nobody can see it. <laughs> yeah we can't see below your elbows no, you, you might, somebody in the future might be able to decipher the wind patterns. <clears throat> that, that I sense. make with my hands, yeah, yeah. And, and then using AI turn it into a physical <laughs> image. It'd be yeah, bad. Yeah, be careful. Hey guys, Jake here, courtesy of today's sponsor, Manscaped, to tell you about the Performance Package 4.0, just in time for Valentine's Day. Now, this little beauty has everything you're going to need to keep yourself looking fresh, feeling fresh, and just being awesome this Valentine's Day when you're out on your hot date. Let me tell you about what's in this Performance Package. First and foremost, it has the Lawnmower 4.0. This is Manscaped's signature trimmer, okay, the fourth generation. This little beauty has a 4,000 LED light so it's easy to see in those hard to reach places. It also has the advanced skin safe technology on the trimmer meaning that you're less likely to cut or nick yourself in those uncomfortable places and it has a cordless recharger. But that's not all they got in here. They also have the weed whacker nose and ear trimmer just for you. This thing has a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. But in addition to this, you're also going to get the free shed travel bag and the anti-chafing boxer briefs directly from Manscaped. These boxers, honestly, they're great boxers. The lawnmower trimmer is great. All their products are phenomenal. And I have been using them, obviously, since they've been sponsoring the podcast. I've been trying everything out and using everything. And I got to 
say, it's all top notch. It's clean, it's fresh, and it's nice, and it's good quality. It's, it's really good quality. So that's what's in this beautiful Performance Package 4.0. And if you guys are interested in getting your hands on it or any other Manscaped products that they have to offer, head on over to manscaped.com and use the promo code CORRIDORCAST to get 20% off plus free shipping. So once again, huge thanks to them for sponsoring. You're welcome. And let's get back to the podcast. So Jordan, I'm kind of curious about this foot thing still. Mm. So your feet are still on my mind. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> it happens. Uh, what's what's so so it's part of the next video, which yep. is a disgusting render challenge. Yeah. <laughs> are we sure that's a good idea? That, no, no, we're not. This is a terrible Ren, idea. Ren almost... I guess apparently it was like about to throw up or something. Like, do when... we have a rule at quarter where we don't make anything intentionally bad? Well, it's <laughs> intentionally bad in the sense that it's intentionally without craft. Yeah. We said this about the unsatisfying render challenge, though, and mm. for months we stayed away from it, and it turned out people loved it. Yeah. There's a certain satisfaction in it, I think. I... Uh, we yeah. were looking at some videos yesterday and, and absolutely repulsive, getting in the spirit of things. Yeah, you know? a guy who was like, yeah, I've got a cyst on my leg, and it's been like 30 years. I, I and, genuinely uh, almost threw up. It's like, yeah, he, he somehow, for some reason, waited 30 years to deal with it. Oh. Imagine having a 30-year problem mm. like that on your lazy asshole just bigger and bigger. Uh, yeah i and, know what uh, a weird weird why? state of mind imagine yeah. like it's like yeah you don't clean your room for 30 years mm. you don't like take a shower for 30 years it's like it's in the same category yeah you have this giant ball of pus on your leg mm -hmm. anyway so the videos they cut it open um <laughs> you yeah. have a strong but... stomach i will say i i was almost on the floor i felt sick and sam just stared it down yeah, just eyeballed it the whole time. <laughs> Sam I mean, just like, all right, let's do it. Sam rolled the I constitution was quivering. I was quivering, but yeah. I steeled my nerves. The clotted cream. It was very. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, everybody's turning out the podcast now. Like, not only are you guys ruining the video, you're ruining the podcast. Anyways, what, what about your feet? Is so uh, dis disgusting. It's not because <laughs> I saw them, and frankly, you know, there's a little dirt here and there. Yeah, <laughs> they could be better, but they're not the worst. And uh, got, yeah, I, I can't give away too much as far feet, as Jordan. I have I have like long feet, which long I don't know if that's feet. an advantage. Like I can maybe I can run a little faster. What, I can what, how like big are your a little feet? Michael Phelps thing going on there. Well, I guess they're not that long. I'm size 11. <laughs> Is that what the doctor they're, said? They're, they're, got long they're foot, like, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> you'll yeah. never be able to run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He gave me a ticket to clown Surgically school immediately. my feet to run yeah. faster. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's part of the render, though. It's like just a, just a part of the reveal of, of what I'm working on. Because we, we kind of decided to go with some phobias that we had in the uh, nasty community. And, and for me, feet are repulsive i just oh. have i have a difficult time with them so thankfully society has agreed that in public we cover them yeah <laughs> yeah thank god thank god at least you cover the bottom of them yeah well they're uncovered now i mean uh -oh. there's a there's a highly detailed squid. yeah get it now <laughs> you know once we hit six, seven million how many subs on yeah whatever whatever our next million sub mark it's the giveaway on the crew channel will be the foot reveal <laughs> <laughs> the turbo squid crew foot reveal <laughs> oh my gosh can i add that to the time capsule yes Just my my foot yes get that in there yeah dig, dig up the time capsule so we can add more stuff into it is that thing really still in the dirt back there i think so what they buried a microwave or something right 
Someone's gonna <laughs> dig that up one day. It'll be funny, and they'll, they'll yeah, they'll load it up, and it's these videos, these three D models of Petering Ren dancing or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Are you gonna do a render for this challenge? I want to, but I'm concerned that my time is a little fractured. Mm. But I have ideas. I just need to buckle down and do them. I think I think it'll down. go over well. I hope. Yeah, it might be simple, but it'll be disturbing yeah. or disgusting. Yeah, I get the two confused. And there's a <laughs> there's a fine line too. We don't want to venture into gore territory. We're mm, we're going mm. with stuff that just turns the stomach. You know, to be watchable. You know, keeping it keeping it PG. You know, keeping it you keeping you're keeping it PG. Are feet PG? There's feet in PG are you, movies. Are you sure that's PG? I, I don't know if dis disgusting renders is PG. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. I think I misspoke. PG thirteen, <laughs> yeah. teens only. Teens only. <laughs> you have to be thirteen years old to watch this. What are we grading? PG thirteen plus. Yeah, that's you can a say, weird you can say barometer. The F bomb twice in a PG thirteen movie. I got carded on a date when I was, I think I was twenty four, and I got carded PG for a rated R movie. Oh. <laughs> you say I got carded for a PG thirteen. <laughs> really? <laughs> you want to see Happy Feet? Yeah. Can you tell us about this experience where you got carded for an yeah, R movie? It, it was a first date and things were things were I would give things maybe a B plus at to that point. Yeah. And uh, you know, we went to go see uh who was it? It was uh it was like a war movie of some kind, I can't remember. Rated R, just uh real edgy stuff for a first date, you know. It's the kind of guy that I am. Yeah. And uh, we walk up there and not a, not she, a comedy, of course. Not a comedy. No time That's for so that. Funny. Yeah. First date. It's like, <laughs> first yeah. Date, let's private Ryan. Here we go. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> setting the mood. It was, it's it, a calculated was a, it was a based in based in World War II. Um, Do you want to go see Schindler's List? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Highly visual war drama. Um, yeah. And yeah, she, I mean, she gets her ticket just fine. And I go up right behind her. Like, we're the only two there. Clearly, this is a date. And you know, it's already proven that she's 24, 25 at this point. And I walk up and but she was carded. No, she, she was not carded. Proven, um, but how was it proven? Well, I <laughs> guess she, she, she wasn't carded okay. and we property. were on a date. So either she's doing something very illegal or <laughs> oh, just maybe give me a ticket to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> like confront her, not me. Like, how into dare you go out with this young boy? <laughs> <laughs> Are you lost, son? I don't know what his problem was, but yeah, he he looked me up and down and he said, Show me your ID. Oh my gosh! I think it was Archer. Mm -hmm. He wasn't just like flexing, like maybe he was power move. He's like, oh, look at these yeah. two sweet. There's people on a yeah. date. This beautiful couple. Watch yeah. me, like, like I'm jealous. Watch, <laughs> yeah. watch me, yeah. make Pump this dude feel embarrassed. Yeah. It's like, hey, you look like you're two. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. Yeah. So I had to take out my Roasted. ID, and uh, and that was uncomfortable for everybody. I think mm. for the rest of the date, mm. you know, you think about yeah. what what people around you start to think. And he's like, why right. did I question his age? Turns out he wasn't 13. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, yeah. How old do you have to be to get into an R movie? 17? 16, yes. I think, isn't it? Is think, it 17? I think it's 17. 16 year olds can't handle it. No. Nope. You yeah. have to be 17. So so, you, so this girl that you were on this date with was legitimately wondering if you were 17? Yeah, I hope she wasn't. Because she, <laughs> she agreed to go out. So I certainly hope that wasn't on her mind. Remember, uh, okay, remember yeah. how they used to not make rated R content because they didn't think it would make any money? Like they would only make movies after like PG thirteen, and like rarely was there a rated R movie because just they wouldn't perform in theaters. Hmm. And then well, Air that's Force One—that's st still been a thing all the way up until like modern blockbusters. 
Yeah, but now we have streaming, so it's less of a thing. But like Air Force One yeah. came out, and that was the first like rated R movie to break a certain threshold, like a hundred million dollars or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, Air Force One proved that you can make rated R movies that succeed in the box office. So there you have it. Open season. Air Are you Force kidding 1. me? Terminator Two. Well, came yeah. out years before that. I know. That, but uh, hey, I'm not an executive. Air Force One. Wait, what? Is, <laughs> yeah, what they're is this like anecdote? Air Force One proves that you can make Air a Force One movie. proves it because that's how Hollywood is. But like aliens, and alien, and Terminator like, Two, Terminator. A giant box office success. Oh, Terminator Two Ter- is rated R. Terminator Two was like gangbusters, right? I don't know. I feel like well, it would have been five hundred. It made five hundred and twenty million in the box <laughs> office. Its budget was a hundred million. So I'd Dude, say that when Terminator Two came out, I was dying to see it, and I was like, like what, freaking. You were Three. dying to see Terminator <laughs> 2? That came out in 91. No, six, no, it wasn't, it wasn't 91. But the you thing were like, is like four years it, old. It was, it was, okay, oh, hold on. Let me, let me re, re, remix this. I mean, it was, must have been 96 or something, and they're still pumping out Terminator toys. Mm. And I'm seeing these Terminator toys going like, this movie must be the coolest movie. <laughs> and it took still years after that for me to actually watch it. But Terminator 2 3D. When a rated R movie can time. capture a child's imagination i don't know were you allowed to watch rated r movies as a kid uh yes yeah sam had all the coolest movies oh. my it, sam oh, introduced yeah. me to like you know anime and yeah like, like my dad would be scenes. like all right it's a sick day and he'd hand me like a vhs of akira when i'm like 11 it's a sick I, day i'm serious i watched it when i was like in fifth or sixth grade and i was just like, <gasps> like what the fuck what the fuck I even made him get me like an Akira t-shirt when I was like in sixth grade and I'd be wearing it to school. I'm like, oh man, this is so edgy. I'm like the biggest edgelord right now because it's a rated R movie. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> uh, did you ever get carded uh, at like video update or blockbuster or anything like that? I don't remember oh, any of that crap. I worked at one. You know, I never walked back into the wait, adults wait, only wait, section. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, you I should have. You worked at a movie rental place? I worked at the video update in Stillwater. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I worked there for like a half year. Only it was like a half year. It was like basically just oh, a summer. Did you get free rentals? Yeah, yeah, it was great. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I just watched tons of movies. I rent all the games I want to and just... Oh, nice. Played games all summer and watched all these crazy movies. Dude, yeah. it's like Netflix before Netflix. No, yeah, it was really modern. It was was awesome. It was awesome because, like, yeah, you'd get all like the new stuff in every week on Tuesday, and you'd like take it before it goes on the shelves and watch it. And (laughs) I forgot about that. Like, if there's a popular new movie coming out, like you had a good chance of not being able to watch it because you couldn't get it. You could not get it. Mm -mm. Yeah, tough times. Like, did anybody just return it? Can you process your returns, please, so I can see if it's in there? And sometimes be like, fine. <laughs> that's yeah. Oh yeah, the little slots for the VHS mm-hmm. return. Oh yeah, dude. I used to ride my bike to video update so I could rent Nintendo sixty four games. So you rent them for one week for like five bucks. Yeah, what a yeah. deal. Video. Yeah. I've never heard of video update. Yeah. Blockbuster. Yeah. I'm very familiar. It's, with. it's a very. Re- it's a regional thing. Let's see. <laughs> let's see what happened to <laughs> video update. Like Hollywood video. Hollywood, Hollywood video was actually down the street from video update. Okay. <laughs> they had a lot of employee theft at Hollywood video. In mm. fact, Hollywood video oh. is so rife with employee theft that everybody in my high school in my grade like knows about it. <laughs> Everyone funny. has a VHS. Yeah. And they also yeah, like Holly, Hollywood video was the scummy video rental. Yeah. <laughs> so you you'd actually rent your games from Hollywood video because sometimes the employees would be so stoned that they'd forget to scan them correctly. So when you bring it back, they'd be like, oh, this it doesn't say it's checked out. This isn't ours. And they'd let you keep it. 
So that you, yeah. like, oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So you could get games that way. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Yeah. That's right. Wow. Okay. Video <laughs> update. Nuts. Here we go. It started maybe in Egan, Minnesota. I'm trying to figure out where it started. Oh, it's started. a Minnesota thing. Mm. Yeah. Just a, you know, Let's it's like see. a family video. It's another one of those local video chains. Renting video games. Man, what a nostalgia trip. Yep. Yeah. Like, because uh, I, I didn't have any video game consoles until I was in high school. And so, like, yeah, at birthday party, it's like, we're renting an N64 for the mm-hmm. day. And it's just like, yeah! Oh, my God. <laughs> Playing, like, Need for Speed or whatever those games were on that. And, oh, my God. N64 was such a dude, game changer. Oh, yeah. And PS1. Turok? Oh, my God. Oh, dude. The Turok? dude. Yeah, yeah. Turok, the dinosaur Turok. hunter, dude. Yeah. Turok. You have all those crazy weapons. Wait, wait, wait. Like, like, pronounce it. How did you pronounce it? Turok. 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 Whatever. I pronounced it Turok. Yeah. Respect. Turok, the Respect. dinosaur hunter. Yeah, Turok. you shoot the I dinosaurs like and they go flying, and there's like these blood trails that just drip <laughs> down for some reason. Dude. You're like, yeah. Yeah, games are all about what kind of gore graphics can you do? Like, what, was that, what, what was that other game? Uh, Soldier of Fortune. Soldier of Fortune 2, specifically. That was the yeah, I game. remember finding a box of the game and i flip it over and they're like we've dissected the human body in 46 different like these pieces you can dismember with the weapons in this game what? and i was just like jesus christ it was awesome <laughs> you could shoot people like if you shot somebody through a glass window the glass would shatter and stick into the character model and so like if you shotgun somebody they'd always glass shards stuck in them on top of all the damage it was so do. brutal it was super gory i can't believe i've ever heard of this game before soldier of fortune it was like the like gory shooter game it was oh like, my yeah gosh. it was like cutting edge I wasn't allowed. I wasn't like allowed Raven near those uh, mature titles and rated R movies. Like the movie mm-hmm. that always eluded yeah. me as a kid. I used to collect Jackie Chan VHS mm-hmm. movies every mm-hmm. week. I'd go and buy another one because I'd get $6 a week. Oh, wow. And they were $6. <laughs> but all the rated R catalog were off the table for me. So Rumble in the Bronx was like the coveted. Oh. oh. Well, why is that rated R? That's rated I, R? I don't know. How many times did you say that word? Like, I don't want any fucking trouble. <laughs> I don't want any fucking trouble. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've seen it now. I love it, and I I don't get it either. Yeah, you know. Wow. Dang. What? No way. Dude, okay, IMDb guys. gets it a six point eight um, out of ten. That's insane. Wait, what's the twenty eight out of ten? IMDb is a joke. Yeah. Well, Rumble the Bronx is a two point eight out of ten. Six point eight out of ten. Rumble the Bronx is wonderful. Way better than six point eight. There's probably oh. like grandmas that watched it and they're like, I can't handle all these high kicks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all these these outtakes at the end when it's a ladder fight, not funny. They're all making trouble. This not is all they are all having trouble right now. They're all making trouble, and I can't abide by that. So one star. It's too real. Two stars. They There's too much crime in New York City, and this is just making more children want to be criminals. Karate criminals. <laughs> Karate criminals. Yeah. All right. Video up video update was acquired out of bankruptcy in 2001 by a competitor, Movie Gallery Incorporated. Movie Gallery. I remember Movie Gallery. That company, the country's second biggest movie and game rental business behind Blockbuster, went out of business in 2010. Oh, my God. What an ugly time to be in the video rental game. So video update went out in 2001, and then it was acquired by another company, which went out of business in 2010. But... There was one video update store in Egan, Minnesota (laughs) that lasted until 2012. Oh, my gosh. For two decades, Jim and Dave Lozinski (laughs) owned and operated their own video update store 
Even as the company's fortune fell, the two applied for and received a lifetime franchise license to keep their business open. Wow. As far as we know, mm. we're the last ones worldwide, said Jim on Friday <laughs> afternoon. Wow. 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 And then they wow. went out in, two, in 2012. Just couldn't keep up. Yep. yep. <laughs> End of a lifetime. The writing was on the wall. Let's be real. Yeah, I think the yeah. writing was on the wall. Like, GameStop's oh, wow. like the only, like chain from that era that's like held on yeah i don't think they're gonna hold on much longer though i tend to agree with that too yeah. I, i'm kind of surprised they've made it as long as they have you know they got a nice little boost i guess this past year somehow through stocks. <laughs> yeah they did yeah <laughs> and then we're gonna watch that burn away over the next two years here <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's still a blockbuster yeah. left though there's still one, there's one in, in existence like, right oregon or something like that or washington yeah quirky blockbuster video there's one in bend oregon that's crazy Wow. Parent yeah. organization Viacom. Oh, wow. Viacom owns the one blockbuster? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. That's funny. Um, I remember one of my buddies got like the hard drive for the PlayStation 2 back in the day. And you could actually copy games onto it. So you just go to Blockbuster and rent a PS2 game, copy it to his hard drive, oh, and then awesome. return it. And he just would slowly build up his library of games by doing that. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. You could do that yeah. with the movie rentals too. You, of course, you could rip the DVDs and whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like I had, had a great. My friend has two VCR players. Man, we can copy <laughs> Terminator Two: Judgment Day and then own it, own it forever. There, Watch it whenever I want. Yeah, there was a there was a greater appreciation. I think for me back when it was harder to get these things. Yeah, you know, we're like inundated with insane shows and movies on yeah. demand all the time. And Seriously. like going to Blockbuster and finding it and then getting it and getting it home and then yeah. rewinding it someone was not kind and forgot to rewind. Kind. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. What a time. Mm. I miss that. Me too. Now it's simple. like, uh, I don't know what subscription service I want to watch tonight. There's just so much content. I can't even decide. So I've made a mistake with my true, subscription though. services, by the way. I've made oh. a horrible mistake. I'll, I'll advise all you guys so you don't fall into the same pit that I'm in. So, you know, I get Netflix. I'm like, you know what? For Christmas, this year is like 2015. I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get a family account for Netflix. I'm going to get a login to my mom, my dad, Ivy's parents. And then we know. were still living, so I, st I still Sam use and it. Sarah. <laughs> Sam and Sarah. I still use it. I don't care. I mean, if you can politely ask me to, like, no, keep using it. Not use it whenever you wish, but yeah, until I, then. I was using Clint's, like, Corridor was using Clint's Amazon Prime for like uh, six years. Oh, yeah. And Clint got Amazon Prime, and then it was our official, like, Amazon, we, we, we were added as family members. <laughs> yep. I remember yeah. the day we got our own Amazon account. It was big yeah. happenings, but you know, so I get Netflix, and like another year rolls around, and all the parents are like, "We love the Netflix gift. We hope you'll keep doing it." Like that's fine, I'll keep doing it. Like this year, you know, I want to watch something on Hulu, so I'm gonna get Hulu or Game of Thrones. All right, guys, for this Christmas, you guys get HBO subscriptions. Here's I got a family account for HBO, and like so now at this point, like all of Ivy's, all these Ivy's parents, my parents, like they have our HBO, our Hulu, our Netflix, and so now I'm like, I don't, I don't give a crap about HBO right now. I don't need HBO. I don't want to watch Netflix right now. I'm not watching anything, and I go to cancel. I'm like, wait. I can't cancel it because now this is like this is their present like and now I'm like permanently subscribed to like six streaming services because oh yeah like you too are. many Christmas presents Spotify's and Netflix's and like 
I can't stop. I can't get out of it now. I'm forced into subscribing for like for everybody. That's brutal. Now yeah. you just gotta set aside a portion of the budget each month <laughs> just for sub, just for yeah. your. You need you need your Crunchyroll one for the anime. Mm-hmm. You need Netflix. You got your HBOs. Don't forget Peacock. You got your Disney. That's an important Club, one. Disney's, uh, Hulu's. You got your Paramount Pluses. You got your Peacocks. Plural. I subscribe to Paramount Plus so I can then watch I guess, clues. Then I mean, I'm still on YouTube Premium's dope. Because That's I wish right. YouTube, thank God, Google, who is an ad company, has let people subvert their ads by just giving a couple bucks. Yeah. Because, oh my God. Unfortunately, I got to keep ads so I can see what's actually out there because it's kind of our business. What are, you, what are you looking for? Nothing. I just need to see what what, what is the ad experience like on YouTube. So I mm-hmm. I say ad. I mean, yeah, I catch on. them every once in a while over the shoulders of the less fortunate, but <laughs> I'm just saying like, I wish Instagram, Oh my God. If Instagram did that, thank God. But I did immediately so unsubscribe. I, I did subscribe to YouTube premium when Milo started watching YouTube videos. Cause like, there's no way I'm going to let my two year old deal with it. YouTube. Oh ads. my God. I know. I feel so sorry for all the children out there. Who's like, just, are just getting blasted with ads that are <laughs> not at all vetted for children or anything like that. It's like YouTube is like, a wasteland for kids. It is Dude, just rotting their brains. Five hundred hours of content every minute. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, I, I like getting and watch YouTube, but it's the thing where it's like, all right, you get X time per day, and then also like, I constantly like tap him on one shoulder and he looks, and then I like make mute a ton of these channels so they never pop up ever. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Like you, you have to be like on it. You yeah, know, you have to be very to work because there, there is, there are people who are like. There are people existing who make decent kids shows on YouTube. Yeah. But there's also not too. There's a lot of people who are just like, oh yeah. Like that one guy, I'm not going to say his name or where we talk to him. But yeah. like, I remember that one guy, he was like, yeah, it doesn't matter whose fingers they are in there. It doesn't matter. The kids still watch it. <laughs> What's the context of that? <laughs> Toys and stuff. Oh, this guy, so a, a guy talk, talking about, about, talk about creepy, gross render challenges. That's the worst. Yeah, like a guy, he's talking about like kids videos render where it's like they're guy. playing with toys. And it was like, he was like saying, yeah, it doesn't give a, no one gives a fuck who's fingers are in there. You know, just, you know, so anyone can do it. And so we're doing like 20 channels like this. It's like, ugh. yeah. He had a whole thing going where he had a he had an empire. He had a slumlord's <laughs> empire of channels, <laughs> just of like kids what? opening toys and things like that. And like, yeah, he was going on about it to us about how it was a whole business, and That's we were just sitting there going like this. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> the whole unboxing just thing cringing. is fascinating to me, just in uh, terms of like why that's why that's an attractive, like. Why do people like watching unboxing? Is it the experience of opening something for yourself? Is that? Yeah, I guess so. It's just uh, just product porn. Yeah, yeah. yeah I suppose it's just yeah. That's it's exactly consumerism without it's having to buy anything. Little, little dopamine hit. Loot mm. boxes, you know. Ah, fair, fair. Yeah, I still want to do our child psychologist reacts to YouTube kids videos. <laughs> we talked about doing it. A we long should time do ago. that. That's yeah. a great idea. Just we do that. react, but it's kids videos. Just get to hear about just how rough it is. I actually did a little presentation for YouTube back when they, they had the product team in, in LA. And the main point I like, so the product team is the team that makes the actual like interface, the, the product YouTube. Um, and one of the things I was focused on, like in my presentation was the fact that they had zero regulations for kids as actors. 
because in Hollywood, like you have to have a teacher on set. You can't have them on set past a certain hour. You can only have eight hours a day. If you're doing an extended shoot, then you get schooling on the shoot. Like uh, you, if you pay the kids, it goes to a trust in their name. So the parents can't take the money. There's always laws and regulations. Same thing with like with television. If you are playing kids media, you can't have uh, cereals or candy in your commercials. You can't do toys between certain hours when young kids are home from school. Uh, So like all the ads are regulated too, but none of that exists on YouTube. So people are going on YouTube and making millions, literally millions of dollars exploiting their kids. And there's no regulations protecting those kids. There's none of that that guarantees that they're getting schooling. There's nothing like it's a complete wild west. And that was my whole presentation. It's like you guys need to start getting your act together. Otherwise, I guarantee you in about eight years, you're going to start getting stories of people going coming out and being like, okay, YouTube so totally exploited a, me, you know? Yeah. I have a thought on this. Because um, this is coming up again, right? With what just happened like last late last year with Instagram. And, you know, oh, they're saying, yeah, let's going. make Instagram for kids, that thing. Well, no, the whole like, <laughs> hey, we have empirical evidence that Instagram is oh, harmful, makes you, like, for, yeah, harmful for teenage for girls specifically. And have we done anything about it? No, no, we haven't. No. Have you done anything about it at all? No, no, we really haven't. Even though you have empirical evidence that shows that and you guys already know about it. Yeah. We, yeah, hit no, the likes. we haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so are we too far gone? Are we too far gone? Like, are, are we past the point of, of people being able to be like, Hey, there needs to be some regulation here. I, I don't think so. But, Honestly, my hope is that the natural regulation of people getting bored with shit is going to like actually influence this. Where at a certain point, people will be like, eh, I'm over it. I don't really care about Instagram anymore. I don't care about the like. Because at a certain point, it's going to be old news. What about the babies being born now? They're like, TikTok, whatever. I don't like. Well, that's I, what's happening with Twitter right now. You know, what's that? That people are just like, I don't care about Twitter or. Well, it's, I mean. I don't know if this is directly tied to its use, but its stock price since like mid last year ha- is basically halved. Oh, yeah, because there's no way they can make any money. That's the thing. That's why it's halved. Yeah. Well, it's this is the whole <clears throat> weird thing. That's it is weird. It's it's super weird because like I think the last like since it's basically since Trump became president is where everyone's kind of, kind of having this coming to terms with this concept social of social media yeah. and like the re- regulation here because once Trump started running for president it was like everyone's was like we don't give like previously it was like oh yeah there's bullshit on Facebook but now it's like oh hey the president and the people surrounding him are putting bullshit out there and it's like all right who okay <laughs> if it's supposed to be a president you know you're you're supposed to be some level of like vetting with what you say and what you do and Mm -hmm. suddenly now you have this prominent figure using social media and saying crazy bullshit all the time and suddenly it's like okay everyone's like wait a second okay so so we flag his tweets (laughs) we're gonna flag we're gonna put a little we're gonna ban the president from twitter that's what i'm saying is is it too far gone now because it's like we we went four years of that and then but then everybody else started doing it yeah, like everybody well, like, else in weird. these positions started yeah, doing it too. I know. Well, it's weird because it's like every like now this whole like Joe Rogan Spotify thing. They're like, okay, all right, everyone's try- everyone's angry at us, so we'll we'll put a little eye with a circle next to it. Like, oh, by the way, COVID disinformation. It's like okay, is so it's like there's tiny little baby steps here and there, kind of happening now with like this concept of 
like platforms and responsibility but it's like one of those like i don't know it's yeah it's like you drop your phone and you bump it with your foot you know it's like that kind of like it's that it's like that it's that level of effort of trying <laughs> right. to, to like fix a problem you know yeah i mean you definitely have like like back in you know before the internet you had central you know news sources basically you know you had basically the big three channels abc cbs nbc i probably missed one um fox like old fox and you know so they have their news shows and that's where you get your information so there were there were gatekeepers to the news and while they certainly purported to you know try to uphold a certain value of truthfulness and they did to some extent there's also of course just natural bias and control of information that would come from that and of course trying to actually sell views and all that kind of stuff and like now there is no gatekeeper and anybody can post anything which the whole using the news to get views has only been well, there's another different thing though that's happened so too since 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 the since the rise of digital media well there hasn't been a you haven't had a, a commitment to truthfulness necessarily like you had a commitment well, to truthfulness back right. in the day but now there is no commitment to truthfulness but what but i'm saying is simple. part of the reason of that is because people now aren't paying for their media anymore right they're paying and they pay by view we pay by ads and that's yeah totally you pay by you model. pay by ad and then therefore now you're clicking on something rather than getting a newspaper sent to you or rather than watching it on broadcast television where it's like subsidized and yeah. paid well, by major advertising i think without it goes, clicks i think it goes one level deeper than all that which is the whole point of the internet and these social media platforms is to give everyone a voice. Mm -hmm. And so suddenly now 7 billion people have a voice. How do you regulate thought? <clears throat> yeah. Because right. that's basically what is happening here. We're like, we're at a point in time where it's like, okay, anyone can upload a video to YouTube. So cool. Now it's a versus like that technology being within a small number of hands. Yeah. So like, unfortunately it comes back to, maybe it's like, it's a new concept here because you can't regulate thought. And when no. everyone has access to upload whenever the whatever they want, then suddenly it's like, well, how do you regulate that? How do you regulate every image of a child in a YouTube video? And how do you rate whether that's a channel designed to profit off of ad dollars? Or is that just someone's like home movies channel? I feel, I think, I feel like there's a really simple right. answer to it. Uh, like, let me just let me just throw out a casual, easy answer that let's do it. About. <laughs> let's do it. No, but One seriously, of the most complex problems of the 21st century. Here, here's right, what it boils it. down to, in my opinion: if you are curating the content on your serve on your platform in any way, literally, if you have an algorithm and it's not just like sorted by chronological upload date, you know. But if you actually come like come up with a way to say, like, okay, I'm going to put this in front of you, I'm going to hide this, you are now deciding you are now stating things you are now saying this is true this is not this needs to be viewed this isn't you the moment you start curating your media is the moment you are no longer just a platform and you are now a publisher and if people want to say whatever they want to say they can pay for their own web hosting and put it up on their own website go for it right if you want to say whatever you're going to say and it's going to go onto YouTube and YouTube's going to be like, eh, you know, it's just whatever. It's an open platform, free speech. It's like, no, you have an algorithm. It's not free speech. You are curating this stuff. Mm. That's where yeah. the laws of libel and slander all need to be reapplied. And they're not, you know, yeah. all that stuff does exist. There God, are legal the repercussions. The world is so fucked up right now. It would be so easy to like it's just so step forward. You, you, I totally fucking agree. I totally yeah. agree. And I, I think it's, I think it's fine for like YouTube to be like, we want to ban these channels because we think they're doing misinformation. Go for it. I don't give a shit who they are, whether I agree with them or not. But I think they should have, have, have every power 
to do that and everyone who's like complaining about being canceled or like yeah you know social media it's like fuck you yeah like, if you're on so many other companies websites yeah, you're, you you're, make your own website go, it go costs you five dollars a month go Jesus. Your own damn website <laughs> <laughs> the argument the argument is that it isn't just their website it is now the platform for public speech that's what yeah. Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, but and they're not TikTok. To <laughs> but they really aren't. aren't. They factually are. aren't. But, <laughs> so, but if yeah. it's like if you have like you, you, you're saying you're having your cake and eating it too, though, Nico. You're saying no, it is you are a publisher as soon as you apply an algorithm. Mm-hmm. But screw the people who get you can kick off because th- no, it's a that's private not company. You I'm saying I'm being very consistent. I'm saying it is a corporate platform. It is their own website and they are curating stuff and they can do whatever they want with it. And if you have a problem with it, go make your own website. Like, sure. obviously, you know, voice your complaints, do all that kind of stuff. Try to make YouTube a better place. That's awesome. Why, then why do but, they need to be regulated then? Because they are way. actively publishing things without vetting them because they, they hide behind that. The, oh, we're a platform and, you know, we don't curate. It's, it's an open thing when it's not. They do curate. Right, but there you're so but you're saying there's an inherent aspect of like public speech that's happening. I'm saying like if you you know if YouTube is taking a video of somebody going out and saying that uh, you know, the election was is a bunch of fraud, right? And it's it's not truthful and then YouTube takes that and sticks it in the little algorithm and okay, now it's going to go out in front of a million new people. YouTube is deciding to publish that and they're now publishing misinformation and that is YouTube that is doing that. It's kind of the same issue yeah. that uh, they had that whole law and YouTube was trying to get all of its different users <clears throat> to like write into the EU to tell them not to pass that law. I can't remember what it was called, but basically the law was saying like, hey, it's it's not the person who uploads it to your service that's responsible for the copyright infringement. It's you think, who owns the I service that's missing, responsible. Yeah. For the I think you're missing a few things, though, in well, your analysis like, there. Or what about the physical location metaphor? A town where a company makes like a big square where everyone can go to talk. Mm-hmm. and they put like sharp objects everywhere and so you go there to talk and then you hurt yourself and you're like look no you can, anyone can come here it's your own thing it's like no you're you're responsible for that space to keep this space like free of danger since you're like paying for it or hosting it it's like you would still be like i'm suing the platform not like suing other people around you know it's like i don't know yeah like if, if i took my computer and i opened it up to the internet I'm like hey can use my computer and like somebody comes and like starts stores a bunch of child porn on it so other people can come and grab it. I can't be like, oh, well, you know, whatever. It's an open platform. Like, no, it's your computer. Or yeah, you go to a concert. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah. So, but but you're still saying that you're still saying you're still saying though that there is some arbiter of truth in this context. Well, yeah, and I mean, talking about like regular, regular slander, libel, all those kind of things that do apply. You know, a newspaper can't go out and just say completely factually false things about say another person or another company without getting into potential legal trouble but youtube has hidden behind the whole like oh it's not it's not our content it's somebody else's content we're just hosting it it's like well no you're actually yeah, publishing you, but, it which is a difference right right but you are also then saying okay so take the take the misinformation example okay mm-hmm. now there's misinformation doesn't matter what it is right it's 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 uh who is this arbiter of what the what the main what is in between this misinformation right if i'm like okay you you don't want you want to you want to remove the uh election fraud misinformation mm-hmm. covid misinformation we can be, can be i think we can accept that there's a concept of can truthfulness. you remove that information too 
There's like, a concept I, of truthfulness and uh, what's the term I'm looking for here? But acting with best intentions, things like that. There is a concept here that you can tell when somebody is bullshitting you <laughs> versus somebody talking about something that, you know, maybe there's well, things that you haven't quite figured out no, yet. No, I but agree. Like, I Instagram, agree. Like you look the Instagram at, thing is a great example. There you go. It's yeah. like, we, you look hey, at Zucker, look, look at Zuckerberg's con- Congress interview. And it's like so obvious that he's just hiding behind his own platform. Right. Right. Pretending like he doesn't have control over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think it's important to recognize that these are public platforms, but they're not, they're not at all. Not private platforms. See, I know you said you, you, you're, that's, that's the distinction I'm trying to make here is, is you're saying, no, these are private companies in and of their entirety. So, but then when the government comes in and is like, Hey, we need to do something because your actions are affecting the greater public. Then they hide behind and they go, no, it's not us. It's the user. We're a private company, not a public company, not a government asset. You know, not yeah. not a yeah. We none of the First Amendment doesn't apply. And you're 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 vehemently saying that now that they can do whatever they want because they're a private company. Well, yeah. what about the public impact? Could you say the same thing about an oil company? Could you say the same thing about an energy company? Yeah, it's a private company, but if they don't deliver the energy, then you don't have electricity. And now all of a sudden there's a public impact there where they're profiting off of it and they have now a moral and social responsibility to beyond that's beyond just like, hey, I'm a private company, leave me alone. And I think to well, deny that, the fact that that exists about these platforms is, I mean, is totally... Well, but that's at the end what, of the day, but, it becomes a simple question of whether or not well, it's I mean, a private company. It is a private company. It's not a simple question. The, well, the, it, the, the it companies is. are so... It, no, it's it not. Is. These it's companies a, it's are a simple so question large. With complicated repercussions. These, they're so large, and they have such an egregious impact on the public at large. You cannot honestly sit there and say that they have no public impact or they're not public no, speech platforms. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying at all. But once again, and I think the oil thing is a great metaphor or a great analogy, actually, because, you know, there's tons of regulations surrounding how and where, you know, things need to be approved. You're not going to just put up an oil well somewhere randomly and mm-hmm. then tell people later. It's like, no, right. we're going to we're, we're sending geologists to this area. We're sending like Marines and wildlife scientists to this area. We're studying it. We're getting things written down. It's all approved. It's regulated how it's transferred, how it's extracted, there's safety precautions surrounding the entire process, how it can be sold is regulated as well, where it can go. Like the entire process, because of that public impact, it's highly regulated, you know? Mm, And now granted, an oil spill happens, yes, the oil company then suddenly gives all the politicians bonuses to get a lot of leniency and subvert yeah and they a, put ads about how friendly they are on on public television <laughs> yeah, clean yeah. Coal. we're sorry we're scrubbing yeah, the coal we're, we're washing it <laughs> we, scru- we yeah. washed it we bleached yeah. the coal and, and granted there's an entire <laughs> slew of issues but it's still at the at, at its base you know we have that there is because of the public impact there is the regulatory structure to try and keep it in its lane so that way it doesn't become too chaotic and it it keeps consistency um so it's like I see. I mean, I feel like so. So, yeah, by that measure, it's kind of like, well, these are huge companies, too. They have a huge public impact. So why aren't the regulations there to force them into their lane? It would be it would be useful for the for the public at large. But it also does bring up 
the first the first amendment and the free speech question but it's not a government institution right. so like the, but this is what end, i'm he, saying nico well, if thing, you had like, a company if you had a company that was so large that it was denying everybody due process of law such that they were just like some company that was just like entirely circumventing some fundamental right but they can do but that. Was they can do whatever they want with their platform. Dude, it's their no, servers. It's their platform. It's that I, I, simple. I, and like, if there's bad files because it, of that, then you got to deal with it. Yeah, so well, it's like, you, you don't get to just like, like, ah, the laws aren't going to really apply because this is a little bit of a funky situation. Like, no, it's it's a private company and it's a private platform. And honestly, if we were if we were strict about our applications of what that means. It would kind of eliminate a couple of these problems that we're talking about. You know, it's it's either embrace it as a private platform or it's not a private platform at all, which of course it isn't. It's a you're company. saying it's, it's a private platform with an with a huge public impact, but also does not need to adhere to public practices that the government would otherwise need to adhere to. That's literally no, what legally, you're saying. They do not. Of course, they don't. They can do whatever they want. They can I mean, say if whatever comes they into want. Our studio, company. In our studio what, and says something what, really stupid. What is we, the purpose of the government <laughs> then? What is the purpose of the government then? If I mean, not to, if not to act as a miss- buffer between on, a great on. public. If, are we, if we're going to get into a deep talk about First Amendment rights and how much that should be adhered to outside of public institutions, this is not really the space. Well, here's, for here's, it. The, here's the problem. Here's what the are problem. What are you talking about? This is the perfect space for it. <laughs> this is a podcast about a bunch of video creators on YouTube. What are you talking about? Well, I'm. I mean, I think just going to say this hate me. I call into the question whether it's worth listening to everyone with free speech is cool. And I agree. (laughs) First Amendment is very important. Right. I I don't want to. I'm not saying the First Amendment is bad, but when everyone has the power of a magnifying glass to like say dumb shit, magnifying glass or megaphone, megaphone (laughs) (laughs) handing go like free speech is good. But then if the government is forced to supply megaphones to everyone, (laughs) I think that I don't think that's a good idea. Look, at the end of the day here, I just want to be clear. A lot of people confuse this. The First Amendment, and you know this, Jake, I'm not saying this to you. The First Amendment only applies to the government. It only says the government cannot. It means you can't go to jail and you can't be deprived of your liberty for for saying something, whether it's smart or stupid. Right. There's certain, obviously, there's a couple of very specific restrictions, but yes. Naturally, but. Yeah. And like, and that only applies to the government. You know, if YouTube wants to be like, look, no talking about guns on YouTube, which they kind of did. Okay, it doesn't they can just, do that. It doesn't just apply to the government. It yes, doesn't it does. just. <laughs> it doesn't apply uh, to a company. A company can be like, hey, we only hire Christians here. No, <laughs> they can do that. No, the actually, government can't. If, if actually, I, I don't think for, they can. here's, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Can. They kind of can. A company can, can totally I mean, do that. As long as you don't say it. <laughs> First of totally all, that's legal. the line. First of all, no, you, you guys are you guys are going down a little bit of a path, which is 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 some of the argument against. You're establishing core concepts, which are some of the arguments against this idea that no, they're a private company. They can do whatever you want. You don't like it. Start your own platform. Um, and, and that's this thing, these like first and foremost, if if let me give you an example. If I'm a company, a private company and mm-hmm. I organize all, say I have 500 employees and I say all 500 employees go out into a public square and incite a riot, incite violence, heavily illegal. Yes. Why would that be illegal? Because inciting a riot, inciting violence is a crime. Right. Well, we didn't say we we all we did was say things. 
All but we that, did was say things. But that is uh, an illegal thing to do. You cannot say certain things. Why and that's is one of the that illegal? It's illegal. You can deny somebody the right of free speech. Mm-hmm. Somebody's free speech can be taken from them, not mm-hmm. by necessarily the government. The government is now is not the government is not the one who is is protecting the right. They're taking it away. Right. There's very specific places it applies. Like for example, libel, slander, yelling fire in a crowded theater is the classic example. Right. You, you can't put and other people. So, you can't incite you, violence. You can't incite danger. You can't mortally threaten somebody. But you're saying the First Amendment, the protections of the First Amendment, only apply to the government. No, I'm saying that the protections of the First Amendment are limitations of the government. The government cannot pick an official religion. The government cannot house troops in your house. The government cannot search your private property without a warrant. Warranty. Right. Warrant. Well, those are, yeah, that's warranty. the first and warranty. third and fourth. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's just, you're, you're saying this, you don't deny that these platforms have a massive global impact on information and equality. No, I'm and not denying that human at all. Rights. Of course I'm not denying that. That's an obvious You're like, not denying that at all. Of yet you're saying yet you're saying that they have no obligation to make maintain free and open discourse as you would in a free society. They have an obligation but not a legal obligation. And I'm saying why why isn't there a legal obligation at this point they should because because there is a there is a distinction between something legal something moral something that you simply just want to provide for the users you know if the people of youtube don't value an open platform they don't like netflix is not an open platform people still value it and use it you know it's like there's a whole it's wide netflix range is here. not a public speech flat platform though i mean i just i don't under, I, I don't understand how you're separating speech. public speech you're separating public speech and free and open discourse. I and mean, I don't know how you can separate those two things. Yeah, but in it's a free like saying, like, hey, guys, meet up. We're meeting up at the, the pizza shop We're every Friday night. Cheese. We're meeting up at Chuck E. Cheese every Friday night to talk about uh, sports. And then Chuck E. Cheese is closed. And, or they say, you know, hey, guys, like, you got to stop meeting here. Like, we're, we have a party tonight. They pick something and, a little more, like, not kid friendly. We're going to meet up at Chuck E. Cheese to talk about our freaking. Uh, no, no, you guys are downplaying. Here's what's really happening. Chuck E. Cheese like, no, no, no. I understand your Chuck E. Cheese example. And you're trying to make you're trying to make my argument sound more clowny. No, I'm not trying to. Chuck E. Cheese. I get it. But what's really happening. straw man in a Chuck E. Cheese What's really happening <laughs> is these these platforms put themselves out there as public speech platforms. Right, right. Became right. massively rich and successful as public speech platforms. And then when we are asking the government to regulate them as public speech platforms and to protect free speech and open discourse, you're then saying, "Oh no, but they don't have to do that." No, I'm saying that no, they, saying the, I'm saying they aren't public speech platforms. I'm saying they exact, are private exact, platforms. Exact, how can you say that? I'm not saying they're not. They can't be regulated. Well, they're not public. How speech. can you I'm say saying, they're not public speech platforms? I, I can, they I can absolutely explain. are. Look, you're saying we need, to, they, we need I'll to regulate them as publishers, <laughs> but they're not public speech platforms. Are they owned by the government? Are they owned that by the public? That has nothing no. to do with it. That has yes, nothing to do with it. You're saying <laughs> they need company. to be regulated. 
YouTube is YouTube is an advertising. I think it's cool how you can sit there and not get as animated as I am about this, but you are fundamentally incorrect in this nature. (laughs) If YouTube was a public speech (laughs) platform, it wouldn't run ads. You you cannot sit there and say that something is a public something is not a public speech platform, but needs to adhere to the obligations of publishers. You can't do it. Uh, You can't do it. Whether it's YouTube, Reddit. TikTok, Twitter, or any other public speech platform, they are private companies, and they can do whatever... You just called it a public can, speech finish, platform let again let finish. They can do whatever the heck they want with their servers, with their rules, with their guidelines, because they are private companies. Then stop they are saying that they need websites. to be treated like publishers, then. Stop saying no, no, that. No. So, th- therefore... The no, stuff, therefore, no, you need finished, to... therefore, the stuff on their servers, the stuff they are publishing, <laughs> it is under... Like they are responsible for it. If they end up publishing something that say starts a riot, they are responsible for it. It's on their servers and they are publishing it. It's not that they're doing it passively. They are actively influencing an algorithm to decide what people want to look yeah, at well, what I they mean, don't want to look so at. You but upload a video saying, hey, let's start a riot. Platforms. And then they go like, I like this video. Let's put it to the top. And then they're like, hey, a lot of people are watching this. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to push this and recommend this so that a ton of people see this. Yeah. And they need to be held responsible for that as any private entity would. And, and but it's then in you're their... saying on the same, on the, then you're saying with the other hand, that they can take away whatever types of speech that they want from their platform. Yeah, they can. What? If I make I, a... I'm, I, I don't think... I feel like we're, we, you're making arguments, and then we're making arguments. Yeah, I don't think... Really... These aren't meshing, because yeah. like, I feel like you, you're, you have you a different are... version of this conversation than I do right now. No, when you just said okay, what, it didn't make any the same impact here. Let, let, YouTube already the same decides to upload whatever they want. They ban stuff all the time. So, like, like okay, let's make let's break it down real simple. Jordan... Yeah, Jordan writes down, break it down. some Let's wacky it down. stuff. All right, and I read it, and <laughs> I go, wacky and stuff. I look at this wacky stuff. All right, and then I'm gonna go. You know what? I think Jake and Nico really gotta see this stuff. So I give it to both of you guys, and you see it. And then a few minutes later, you guys start breaking stuff. You bust my windows, <laughs> and I and or some someone's windows, and I'm then I'm like, okay, whose fault was that? Who's Who's at fault here? Was that Jordan for saying, hey, giving me a note that says, hey, breaks this guy's windows? Or is it my fault for saying, oh. you know, who would like to see this? In fact, let's both hand this out to more guys. people. It's both of your faults. So it's both of our faults. It's a shared fault. So it's it's basically, yeah, it's Jordan's fault for in doing the initial you guys are both inciting guilty. here. Yeah, and then it's partially my fault <laughs> my windows. for then going, you know what? Broken. You know what? According to everything I know on how to make money and get views... It, in, in order to profit off of this crazy message that says break windows, I know the exact people to give it to. <laughs> and then I and so now I'm profiting off of his in, right, his his inciting a riot, you know, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. supposed to be for fun. I and, didn't mean and, and, you know, it's so, a metaphor, really, yeah, yeah. you know, so, so it's a metaphor. But like, that's the thing. It's like now I'm profiting off of like the, a business decision. You know, this mm. is this is how they go. Oh. This is how we should act as a company is by taking this type of information and doing X with it, you know, yeah. See, my, in my, order to make money. My point, I think Sam illustrated well, but Jake, my point of view at the end of the day is that by thinking of these companies as private entities, which they are, and really be adhering to that, along with that comes the responsibility that they need to have, as well as the punishments for not following those responsibilities. You know, a right. private entity they are responsible for publishing, like the newspaper is responsible for publishing I get truthful that. things, you know? 
And that, that but, carries over to something like YouTube, Twitter, or anything else that's going to be publishing information. They we, have a, we, are, a we are in agreement on the idea that regulation would be useful as a public good. But I think fundamentally you are coming at it from a slightly different angle in the sense of like this whole idea about like free speech. You're saying it doesn't matter. They can push whatever kind of information and speech that they want to. But if they push the wrong speech, whatever that is, then they get in trouble. So what you're doing, though, is you're creating this totally arbiter, arbitrary arbiter of truth. And no, then you're no, saying, no, 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 but no, no, you no, better no. be right, no, no. because that's if you're, you're wrong okay. and it incites a riot. I'm not introducing an arbiter of truth. I think that's where we need to be clarifying here. I am applying the laws that already exist for all of this stuff. There are already regulations for how, how all this stuff works. You cannot publish certain things. You cannot say certain things in news articles. Those laws were written for traditional media. They still apply. They still apply yes, easily. Yes, but as you've, they <laughs> updated the Copyright Act in 1976 after 100 years of copyright infringement. And they were like, what do we do? Let's update it in 1976. You think that we can't update our laws to fit not, the technologies? I'm not, saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying we can or can't. I'm not saying we I'm not saying we even need to. All I'm saying is that laws already exist that handle the problems that we're dealing they, they, with. They just okay. simply need to be applied. Maybe that's you know? where you and I disagree then. I think I just wanted to get to the bottom of that. And I YouTube, think yeah. you and I disagree because you're saying no, they're they they should they're private companies. They need to be treated as such. And yeah. however you like that or don't like it, it's fine. They can say that there's uh, election fraud. They can say that men can be pregnant. No, 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 no doesn't no, no, no. matter. But... No, 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 I want to be clear. I want to be clear. You can't publish certain things as a private company. If you go out and right, you blatantly but if they say, lie, my point, my point was, if they say those things and people get hurt because of it, or they're blatantly lying, then and they get, get in trouble. trouble. Yes, right. Yes. Okay. But and, and I'm just saying that the uh, the application of the pre-existing laws to the situation that we're in now in 2022 is is not it's not enough it's not enough i'd agree with that i think we need to obviously update things but obviously stuff does exist that covers a lot of the issues we're already dealing with yes I there's a foundation just, obviously it's not like I, we're wholly without law in this area I, yeah and i also want to throw it out there that there is a difference at least in my mind stark difference between just because something is legal doesn't mean it's what you want to do or it's the right thing to do you know, of course, it's there's like, a difference to that. Yeah. yeah. So when I say like it should be this way, I don't mean like that's functionally how it should be. I just mean that's the legal structure, you know, around it should be a certain way. But how people want to act, obviously, they have their own decisions beyond that. I'm getting so a little the, abstracted here. I, but, I understand. I understand. Yeah. The the only point I was trying to make is that the, we we now need to con start to consider these platforms as public platforms. They're public utility, almost like platforms, like the, the internet Perhaps, providers. Like, is that, is I just that, feel like that is absolves that, is, them is that like them too much? Is that yeah? Does yeah, that, does it just, that give them too much credit? Yeah, you know, I think it does absolve them like responsibility so. for what like, they I don't think so at all. I mean, these are getting, massive media and, and data and, and informational platforms upon yeah, which but people they're, they're are popping up all the time now. They're popping up all the time. Well, yeah, I, I'm not saying every, every, every single social media platform. I'm saying ones of a certain ones of a certain scale. Like it's you just, can literally look at the economics of it. I think just what it all really boils down to, whether it's public or private, there needs to be a certain amount of responsibility for what they are actively publishing and pushing on their platforms, because which is something they are deciding to do privately. 
you know, when Facebook right. decides to tweak the algorithm to publish images to young teenage girls that harms their body image. That's Facebook's decision to do that, and it needs to be treated accordingly. Public entity, private entity, doesn't matter. Facebook's a company. They took that action, and that's the repercussion, and it needs to be attached directly to their decisions, which they actively made to do that. You know, And, and people so like you're to saying obfuscate that, that right. they like to and hide so, that and fog that up, but it's not a complicated issue. It's very simple. Facebook very clearly had an engineer make the algorithms that do that, and they know how it works. It's very simple. You can change right. that. But your, your argument is... <laughs> is they they should they they need to change it or get in trouble or peep the free market will create another platform is that your argument to solve the problem my no no my argument is that there i think i believe there are already <laughs> laws in place that would get them in trouble for that action and the reason those I, I, laws I, have not been applied is for a myriad of reasons there's two categories by the way by the way i think the confusion is because we're talking about two categories here okay we're talking about category a which is the private platforms they can ban or treat users however they wish. Mm -hmm. Okay, they they create a narrative, and the content is conformed to the private company's narrative. Mm -hmm. All right, Ter do they have a terrifying. Right? Do they have a right terrifying. to do that? Well, ter big companies have been terrifying for right. much longer than social media has existed. I know, but you, but yes, and it's, your it's, argument it's, it's is a, just it's throw a your hands up. <clears throat> no, no, I'm not throwing my hands up. I'm saying it's a persistent problem that critical thinking and awareness can overcome you right. see a corporate gas station message saying hey we're making the future a better place by selling gas <laughs> and you're like cool uh you know actually i know there's other people doing it i'm using critical thinking i know this is all bullshit you know cool i subverted the corporate narrative in a millisecond piece of cake um so yeah. that's easy to deal with um so then the other end of this is kind of totally different this is the sugary cereal ads paired with children's TV shows concept, mm -hmm. and that that that's a completely different category we're talking about here as well, which is that is a different category, yeah. Yes, but so we've been kind of intertwining these arguments, which is why I think it's getting a little yeah confusing here. You know, like the obviously you know Google can't get in trouble for having a guy who goes like, dude, put this thing up your butt and cures your COVID. You know, it's like <laughs> Google's not gonna like get into trouble. <laughs> But, by the government but at the same time google <laughs> you know then published that to you know every, if they made that the number one video on the site for like five days you're like well google you're kind of back in that message now well, you i know? mean yeah you're right and obviously now but so well i guess now we start intertwining these categories once again <laughs> let's say some five people die because they put the wrong thing up their butt and <laughs> right. it didn't cure their covid and they died so whose this fault is that happened with the with this legit happened with now, the tide pods mm -hmm. no now here's the thing Whose fault is it? Google? Right. Was it YouTube? Or was it the stupid person so who uploaded here, the video? My, here's my point, it's Google. Nico. It's here's my, here's the point that I'm trying to make. I keep going back to this free speech thing and da-da-da-da-da. What I'm saying is that the best ideas, in a, in a world where you cannot control thought, right. the best ideas God damn, that's that, scary. that actually <laughs> get to the top, that people actually follow, are only, only come about through free disc through open discourse and it needs to be and there's a line don't get me wrong i'm not yeah, saying no, no, you, just, I don't you just allow narratives that, that are stupid or people take advantage of or are completely blatantly misinformation but i'm saying there is a ton of gray area there's a ton of gray oh, area and people and are going to say things you don't like and you can't just berate the platform when it's when it's a effectively public speech platform to just say this needs to be off of here, which is exactly what they're doing with Joe Rogan right now. 
exactly what they're doing. People who haven't even seen his episodes, who don't even know anything about him. They've just heard sound bites and yada, yada. They're saying, Spotify, you need to do this, da, 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 da. If Spotify was treated as a public platform that it was required to uphold free speech, that wouldn't even be an issue. It wouldn't even be a thing that was decided by the corporation. I don't think think we should be holding platforms like that to a free speech legal test. That said, I think you and I are both in agreement that free speech, regardless of whether you're a private or public entity, is still an ideal that should be pursued because open discussion is important. But it does bring up to mind, you know, right now with the way things work, whether it's advertising based or view based, people aren't necessarily wanting the truth. And this is a bit of an issue I've, I've had with Reddit recently where you're not getting the truth when things are uploaded. You're getting what people want to believe is true. And one of the most common like misconceptions oh, yeah, like, I read oh. about all the time is is so for example people talk about hey should there be an oscar for stunts right and then immediately somebody chimes in well well you know the problem is if they had an oscar for stunts people would just try to one-up each other with the most dangerous stunt so that's why they don't have it it's like that person has no idea how stunts work they have no idea how the industry works that is not what qualifies a good stunt is how dangerous it is that's not how it works well if they legalize marijuana then everyone's just gonna want to do heroin man don't you know so i you know i say that and i say it nicely at first (laughs) but i say that and it gets downvoted because people don't want that to be the truth they want the truth to be that stunts aren't allowed or awards aren't allowed for stunts because people want to try to one-up each other for danger and so the truth doesn't matter what people want to believe matters on sites like Reddit where you have yeah, an like also like an people upvote that one picture of the Cortana from the Halo series that's coming out and they're like something's wrong with this this is janky and it's like <laughs> no that's not the truth there's nothing wrong with Cortana it's the whole series the whole Halo <laughs> series is janky <laughs> and you're pretending like they got one thing wrong it's like no they got, everything's wrong and everyone posting on the discord now like we should fix Cortana's janky face like where do we be? like that's that's like halfway through the trailer we're gonna fix shots from the trailer we're gonna start at the beginning like this is stupid this is, i've been wanting to we're gonna talk about this more in vfx artist react probably there's some oh, yeah, great effects, but the whole thing's stupid yeah it's not just one I, I know, thing look there's it's a lot of there's bullshit. a lot of okay. I, I, I out here. there i i i, I don't it. like that about <laughs> it. this has been bottled really, up and i just found the closest segue to t- you say something <laughs> Sorry. I don't. I really don't like shitism culture. I think it's really yeah. toxic. But I, I all I'm saying is uh, there's a um. I'm gonna sum it up. Here's the thing. There's yeah. a difference between something being harmful and like and becoming true misinformation. And there's a difference between that and something that hurts your feelings. Or it makes you feel bad. And I'm not saying bad <laughs> things where people say something that hurts your feelings. People need to fucking nut up. <laughs> All right? There's going to be plenty right. of that shit out there. But that being said, right now, the, this is the problem with the platforms is that they're saying, oh, yeah, we're, like, banning harmful users. It's like, no, yeah, right now you're banning a lot of non-harmful users that are saying things that are getting other people angry because they disagree. And unfortunately, right. this focus seems to be on this, like, bullshit emotional argument concept instead of the actual harmful things that are happening on these platforms all right mm-hmm. whether it's tide pod bullshit or it's child abuse you know right. like there are actual problems in front of us that people see on social media and unfortunately because of the platform thing they take the pc approach and say all right you know these two people are having a disagreeing political argument 
We'll have, well, well, which one should we ban? Who, which user <laughs> should we keep on the platform versus which one should? And, and like, it's it seems to be centered around this like petty emotional discussion. Whereas yeah. I think there's larger problems that we're all starting to see, especially when taking into account, you know, the the publisher role that they are growing and per, they're 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 assuming this role more and more as the platforms grow. Yeah. I think that's a good summary. And I just want to say that anybody who's made it this far in the podcast, including Ooh. Jordan, who's been along for the Jordan's going to go into? on by himself right. now, monologue for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> Wrap right. up post, post discussion thoughts. Yeah, I, I, I have to bounce like, like right I, now. I just want to say to everybody who's leaving in a few minutes. Far. And if I don't make it home, do everybody no who's one's listening, gonna take care of my kids. Everybody's listened this far. Thank you for listening. You're listening to us figure this out in real time. I'd real love time. to hear people's thoughts in the comments below. All right, who should be banned? Um, we're not trying to tell anybody what <laughs> of to the think. Four of us, all who we're should doing, be banned? All we're doing is we're sharing what we think. Who, Sam, you're right. That, a, that is who, that is what's going on. You know that at the comment end there. below. Comment below on who the, we should ban from the quarter cast in order to make a more right. peaceful quarter cast. That's, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally what's happening. too nice and agreeable. I know, I know, I know. But other things are happening too. That's other literally are what's also happening. happening. They're like, yeah. hmm, who should we ban? Hmm, I don't know. I just, who? Do, what do you think, Greg? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, that's that's it. You nailed it. it. At the end of the day, it's all just for shits and giggles, right? <laughs> it's all social media. It's all for them likes. All right. Yeah. Like and subscribe, right. guys. Have a good night. Wow. Right. See, you. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> Catch you later. I'm losing my mind. All right, guys, I'm, gonna, I, I'm going to just swiftly begin walking. I respect it. Away. And uh, it was a great, great chat. Very fiery. Can't wait to talk about Halo more. <laughs> We're gonna break this Halo crap you got down a little vent so in there, that, hard. That must feel good. No, actually, no. Tomorrow's Bollywood, so mm. we're doing Bollywood, which is even better. I cannot reveal. I cannot wait to reveal these Bollywood secrets that I've learned. <laughs> they are so good. All right. So long, everybody. Peace. Thanks for listening. Later. <laughs> <laughs>